podcast you've been looking for all along. Step into the world of urban exploration with guests from around the world. Welcome to No Tracers. And with that, we have an intro. Do you like the new intro? I think it's pretty great. It's also quite spooky, and I like spooky and creepy things. So, welcome to No Tracers. If you are just now joining us, if this is the first episode you're listening to, please go back and listen to the previous episodes. There are tons of guests. There's tons of insight on how to get into urban exploration, gear you should have, recommendations for shoes, backpacks, all kinds of cool stuff. Also, there's a bunch of links to gear that I think you could use as an urban explorer down in the description amazon affiliate links get your stuff from amazon there you go invest in amazon do all the things with amazon thank you amazon (laughs) so this week on the podcast i'm talking with my friend chamo is dead and chamo and i go back to i think 2016 we met uh, through mutual friends at a photography meetup and we started talking about our love for exploring abandoned places and we started to explore abandoned places together almost immediately Immediately, We've done quite a few explorations together, and uh, he actually helped film some of the promos for my No Tracers book. By the way, I have a book called No Tracers, an Urban Explorer's Diary, and it's all about my stories and full of my photographs from my exploration. So if you do want a copy of that, link will be down in the description, or you can go to notracers.com slash shop. Over on notracers.com, you can also see my blog posts, which are basically more in-depth stories of each of my explorations over the years. So if you want to check that out, notracers.com. So I have another podcast actually called Project Freelance, and this episode was actually an episode of Project Freelance, and it kind of sparked me to want to create a podcast about urban exploring, and now I'm doing it. So I figured I should bring this episode over from Project Freelance to no tracers. So without further ado, Chamo, please introduce yourself and what it is you do to the no tracers audience. My name is Ian. People call me Chamo. I am 24 years old. What do I do for a living? I work for bait. And what do you do for them? I do warehouse. I also do event photography for them, whether that's their parties or like their actual like cons that they participate in, which is Anime Expo, WonderCon, Comic-Con, all that type of stuff. Um, That's what I do. Yeah. And then what about, like, freelance photography, like, model photography, stuff like that? Yeah. Yeah, I do that, too. So, um, so it's funny because, like, the warehouse is my actual, like, nine-to-five job. And then my side job is the event photography and all that type of stuff that Bait needs as well. And then the side side stuff (laughs) that I do (laughs) is um, I actually do like the content creating and all that type of stuff. Kind of like what you do, but you on a smaller level, I do it on a smaller level. So I'll sometimes work on music videos or a lot of BTS for products or promos or anything really. So yeah sounds really boring but it's really not i just i don't even know how to really explain it yeah that's what i do as well i do a lot of that type of stuff so what got you into photography like what inspired you to pick up a camera in the first place oh my god (laughs) this is a uh, i'm gonna just give it to you straight uh so this was like this was like high school this is so 2013 i want to say 14 2013 um I had a ex-girlfriend now, um, but we still talk, we're cool, but like I broke up with her and she was like the best thing in my life, you know? So I was just 
fucking depressed. I was depressed as hell. And what happened was, is that, like, I was so depressed. I was just moping around about her, you know. And um, I just couldn't stop thinking about her. So everyone's like, hey, why don't you just do something to, you know, to take your mind off of her? And I was like, all right, you know, like, uh, like what? So I tried a couple of things, you know. And I was like, it's not really working. And then one time, and then I went to Oregon. I went to Oregon. And this is when, like, Tumblr was super popular mm. back in the day. So, you know, and over there in, in Oregon, everything's just nature. Everything's just beautiful. So still, here I am in the car with my sister in the back of the car. And I'm still moping around my ex-girlfriend. And, and for some reason, I just look outside. I'm like, wow, this is really nice, you know. I'm just going to download this app called Visco or whatever. And um, this is on my phone. And... I told my sister, hey, you know, why don't you just go stand over there and I'll take a picture of you. She's like, cool. And, um, and I don't know, I just edited that photo and it's probably still on my Instagram to this day. But I was like, hey, you know, this is really cool. I like taking this photo. I like editing it. Maybe I can just, you know, do it as a hobby. And sure enough, you know, I just kept doing that with my phone and uh, ended up getting more serious. Till like maybe like a couple of months later, I bought my first camera, which was a Nikon D3200. Yeah, this was like late 2013, early 2014. Mm. Yeah. So depression, I guess you could say. Yeah. <laughs> really bad depression. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty much it. So yeah. photography like got you out of your depression. Yeah, in a weird way. Yeah, yeah. it did. Um, it made me forget about a lot of things, actually. It made me forget about college and, and and obviously heard that my ex-girlfriend and like a lot of the stuff that I was going through with my parents and all that it made me forget that I was kind of alone also like in a weird way like I had this camera that I can just take pictures of anything I ever wanted to you know and I was so busy and occupied with the next thing like okay like I took a picture of this this car now I want to take a picture of this train or now this like this, this flower like little things here and there and I was just so busy and occupied with that and editing that like I just kept going. Like, you just didn't have time to dwell to, on anything or no, think about anything else? think about nothing. Like, I mean, I was so sad, sure, but I think this was a good tool uh, to, like, help process what happened, I guess, or, like, whatever I was trying to go through and just forget about whatever it is I was trying to forget about. Um, but, yeah, yeah, that really helped me just forget about her and a lot of things, and I just kept going with it. So for listeners, Chama and I met at a photography meetup in Los Angeles. That was like 20... 2016 16. or Right. So it's yeah. been three years. Yeah. Yeah. Three years. So how did you find out about the meetups? How did I find out? Oh, okay. So I had a friend whose name is Jeek. Shout out Jeek. His ad is Jeek of Visuals. And um, we used to go to church together. We used to go to church together. And he was like, hey, you know, I'm a photographer, too. I'm a photographer, too. Um, I can teach you how to do some stuff. And I was like, like, whatever. You know, like, I was like, whatever. Like, screw this guy, whatever. But I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Teach me whatever. And he taught me a lot of stuff, composition and all that. And, and you know, and I guess when, I, when he thought I was ready, he was like, hey, do you want to go to this photography meet? And, and I was like, yeah. But this is before I even had a camera. This was like, I still had my phone. And it was 2013, 2014. Um, it wasn't even a street meet. It was like just a photo meet. 
And it was, um, are you familiar with uh, Blue Bottle Cafe? No. No? Okay. Well, it, well, it's just a cafe place, but they had their actual, like, they, had, they actually had a meet. And it's right there next to the 6th Street Bridge. Well, what, what was once right. the 6th Street Bridge. I don't know if Blue Bottle's there, but they just hosted a meet. And I, I went there with my iPhone 5, and Jake had his own. Oh, I think I know it. I think I know the place. It's, like, right around the corner. Yeah, like, I think I know the place. It's you know where that like little warehouse is for true religion is like yeah. down, right it's like right there okay. it's like right there, and they had a meet and we went under the under the bridge under the Sixth Street Bridge and we we're just taking pictures and and those photos you can also find on my that bottom of my Instagram and I was like this is really cool you know like seeing all these people with their phones and and um, just hanging out with each other and all that stuff. But not a street meet though. It was like a hipster meet, like with the with the with the sun hats and the the white dresses and stuff, you know. But it was cool though. I liked it. It was awesome. It was sick. This was tw- late 2013, also or early 2014 too. So I've been doing meets for about like five years, five years, five or six years. How do you think that the meets have helped you develop as a photographer? Oh geez, dude. Um, I guess once I started to get more serious about it, about my camera, right, Nikon 3200, started going to these meets even more. Um, and that's where you start picking up so many things. You started picking up, I started picking up um, how to do long expositions. And with long expositions, you can shoot trains, you can shoot cars, you can shoot lights, you can shoot steel wool. So I started doing that too, and I learned how to do steel wool. I embarrassed the shit out of myself. <laughs> it was funny. Um, I just... Uh, it really teaches you a lot. So these uh, photo meets also kind of got a little bit competitive. So what it really taught me, which I really thank God for these meets, is to set my settings really fast without yeah. even looking, without yeah. even looking. Like I knew my camera at the back of my hand, you know what I mean? So it was just a rush. So, you know, you're shooting at, the, you're shooting at night. With a Canon, with a, with a, sorry, not a Canon, with a Nikon 3200, it's, it, it, ain't, it ain't working, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I had 35 with a 1.8, so shooting at night was kind of hard, but I would really, um, it would, like, the, like, the composition and holding your breath while shooting at, like, a 20th of a second yeah, yeah. at a 1.8 with an ISO of 4, because you don't, you never want to go more than 600 on that, right. on that Nikon. Yeah. And, like, I call it a sniper shot because, like, when I'm about to shoot, I just hold my breath and go, <gasps> click, and then, oh, like, you know I mean? like, okay, I got it. Like, it, I, I pray to God I had it. You know, I go home and edit it. Like, yes, I got it. Um, so settings for sure was was one thing, and then knowing what I wanted to shoot. Um, I, because in the beginning, you don't really know what you want to shoot. Yeah, you're you know? just like, like I'm going to go just figure it out. Right, take a picture of this tree, yeah. this, this mountain, whatever, you know. And then what I started to do was like, oh, I really want to, like, take pictures of people and, like, the moment and these meets. And I want the craziest photo the whole day, the fire and all that type of stuff. So um, it really helped me figure out what I wanted to shoot. And with that came an audience pretty much or the supporters, the the followers, and all that type of stuff. So what I got from it was really just composition, the settings, and kind of what started my career, pretty much, yeah. all that type of stuff. So for you guys listening, the, the photo meets, basically what it is, if you've ever seen, like, Fast and Furious, uh, they <laughs> kind of, like, text you a location and time, and you show up. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> but, yeah. But it's on Instagram, so it's, like, a little bit... 
less crazy than like Fast and Furious, but that's, that's what I compare it to when people are like, what are these photo meetups? I'm like, yo, it's like Fast and Furious. They send you the location, the date, and then the time, the day of, and you show up and there could be 20 people there. There could be 600 people there. You just don't know. You don't, that'd be so sick if they did text you like, right? If they just shot you a text, be here. Like, that's it. Like, oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Come prepared. BYOB. Like, okay. No. (laughs) But yeah, it's pretty much like that. That's a good, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. It's like, Hey, we're going to be here. Be here. Like, be all right, here. Cool. Be yeah. here or don't be here. Yeah. I can't even tell you how many meets I've done, dude. I've lost track. Over the, the first year, I probably did 70. Like, just, just 70 alone. And, wow. and this wasn't even street meets. This was, like, Blue Bottle. And, like, um, this is really old group. And I want to give them a shout-out, too. They were called All Mediums Accepted. All Mediums Accepted with these three guys. And um, they really just put on a show. And one of the first ones. They, they kind of fell out, though. But... um they started doing a lot of meets and they did like, I don't know, they probably did like five or 10 of them. So I went to all of those and then blue bottle cafe meets and then just like random people just started doing their own little meets. It was like five people. And I was like, yeah, let's go, you know? And that was, that was really cool. That was really awesome. Uh, good times. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just like reminiscing a little bit here. It's, yeah. No, I mean, the meets have changed. Like they changed my life. Like literally. Like, they, 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 they totally, do, right? T- totally. You just grow. You grow so much as a photographer. Like, you, like what you were saying, like shooting, getting your settings faster and shooting in the moment faster. It just makes yeah. you a better, like journalist, like documentary, you know, creator in that sense, you know? And that's like, that's totally my thing, which is why I think I vibe so much with the meetups. They're cool, man. Like they're they're cool. Just being there is cool because like you're just surrounded with people that that just love to do exactly what mm. you do. You know what I mean? Sometimes you get the rotten ones. Sometimes you get you know yeah whatever like whatever. Every scene's gonna be like that. But like there's really cool people out there, and I want to just say like I want to say at least eighty percent of the people I talk to every day are, are like are like really good friends that I met at at meetups like. Like, I'm not just like, oh, yeah, what's up, dude? Like, I don't even see... Like, I see them at their houses. I've met their families, their sons, their daughters. Mm-hmm. Like, we hang out. Like, we hang out. You know what I mean? So, like, the meets help me grow as an individual, too. Um, especially with the social anxiety. Uh, so, can, you know, back to, like, the whole depression thing in high school. I didn't even talk. Like, I just played video games, watched Netflix. I think Netflix was a thing back then. And then just, like, just... I, don't, I didn't even talk, you know? And then when I went to these meets, Jake would do most of the talking, and he would he'd only speak Spanish. So, like, it was really kind of hard, you know? And then just, it really just brought me out of my comfort zone. And once you get pushed out of your comfort zone, there's no going back. Yeah, you so can't go like, back in that box. Yeah, you just know, there's no way. And you could, but it's like, it's a weird feeling. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, no, I already talked to this guy. You know, I have to say hi. And um, you just say hi to one person, you meet the other guy, and then, you know, next thing you know, you have thousands of followers, and now you have to talk. You're just like, oh, hey, what's up? But you develop a personality, too. Totally. You know? And you find out things about yourself that you really just, you never thought you'd know, I guess. It's crazy. Crazy life. Crazy life. Yeah, I mean, like, we, you can say the same, but, I mean, I've traveled around the country with, oh, with these yeah. people from these meetups, you know? Like, yeah. lifelong friendships from this stuff. Just because you have so much in common. I mean, you love photography. Like, that's a huge part of our lives. Photography is an amazing part. Because, like, you see things differently now, you know? Oh, yeah, you totally see things differently. Everything looks like an opportunity. Yeah, like, anything. You go outside and there's, like, a brick wall, you know? But you're like, damn, that brick wall. Yeah, you're like, I can change the color of that brick wall. Or I can, you know, put something in front of it. Like, it's anything. Like, I look at a tree and I... The first thought I see when I see a tree is I can change the color of that tree. Like, 
instead of green, it could be orange or red. And I have a photo actually where I changed everything to red. I, it was really amazing, but um, it's just like you can do anything you want, really. It's just a matter of Lightroom. I don't use Photoshop. I really don't use I don't Photoshop. Either. It's hard, right? It's, a, it's difficult. Lightroom's very user friendly and super yes. easy to learn. I can't think in layers. I, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I don't think in layers. I think of like just you know normal stuff. I guess you yeah. could say like a painting kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like a painting, pretty much. Yeah, and so. Um, uh, yeah, the photography, you just see everything differently, you, even when you're watching movies or just like another photo, you know, I used to hate photography so much. Okay. Like I, I, okay. Going back to my ex, I went to her house, right. And she had a picture of like this, uh, eight by 11 black and white tree. It was just, just in her room, just chilling. And, and I, and oh, I was such an asshole. But like, and I was just like, uh, you know what's stupid, you know? <laughs> and <laughs> she's photo. like, what? And I was like, that photo, I hate photography. Legit, I'm trying to quote unquote what I said here. And I was like, I hate photography because like that photo, for example, you can take a picture, put it black and white and call it art or something like that, you know? And then she's like, you know, she was just trying to, you know, be nice to me or whatever. But I feel bad, you know? I always tell her that story, and then she's like, look at you now, and I'm like, I know, but like, I used to hate photography, and now I, I like it. I really do love it. It's it's amazing, and it really paved? Paved? Paved. Paved. Yeah, paved. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it paved a, 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 a career path for me, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who are some of the, like, local photographers that you looked up to when you were, you know, starting to you know, go out, shoot more meats, do all this stuff? Um, so local was just like, um, just Jeek, really. So in the beginning, it was just Jeek. Like, cause it was just me and him from mm -hmm. like the day one. He's my day one. So it was Josh. Um, and he taught me everything I had to know. Like if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't even be where I am right now, I guess you could say. So it was Jeek. Um, and that's it at that moment. But now... Like, if I want to say, like, oh, like, all the, like, the really, like, I think dope people around my area would be Jeek, my my best friend Josh, my other best friend, her name is Michael. Um, uh, there's another guy named Menace. He's a really good photographer as well. He does, like, lifestyle stuff. Um, I think that's, like, the only, like, local, because... We're out here in, like, my area. Yeah. So there's not a lot of, like, photographers. And if there are, it's more, like, professional, like, oh, we do weddings. Weddings, quinceaneras. Yeah, yeah like stuff that. like that. It's cool, you know, but I'm not really down with that. Mm. But for, like, street stuff, yeah, it's only, like, us, really, that we, like, represent the IE, really, over here. Yeah. For sure. So as far as these events go that you're shooting... What is your process when you go into these events? I oh, mean, like, what are man. you capturing? What are you, what do you, like, what do you go into it with, like, like mindset-wise? Just a hell of anxiety in the yeah. beginning, <laughs> you, you still get that? Like, anxiety? Totally. Always. Like, but, like, but not, it's not as much. Now I feel way right. more confident. But if it's, like, a new gig or something, then, yeah, yeah. for sure. But it's funny because, okay, for me, I don't know about you, but, like, I get a hell of anxiety the day before, right? Oh, totally. Or sometimes I can't even sleep. Like, okay, do I have everything done? Do I have everything ready, you know? And then when I get to the place, I'm like, why was I so anxious? Like, this is so easy. Like, I don't know. But so the mentality I get into, you know, first I'll get the, the, the text or the email. Like, hey, you know, we want this, want that. Okay, cool, whatever. And um, I have to make sure everything is ready, cameras, 
uh, SD cards, everything, everything. What I really look for, first I just ask them, hey, you know, if you didn't, they didn't give me a list, hey, what, what do you really need? What do you really want? Um, like, what do you need now and type of stuff? And if they say, hey, you know, just go for it. All right, I'm going to get the best shots I think that are like what you want. You know what I mean? Um, for most events, that's just kind of how it is. Like, hey, the, the person would be like, hey, you know what? I trust you. Just you have all access to anything you want. Um, go for it. Just just do BTS. Cool, you know? And what I try to do is try to find moments where, uh, let's say a music video. I always try to find celebrities talking to other people or, or like when they're in a dance move or in a pose or smiling or laughing. Like, I just try to take, capture that moment. Um, for other events, kind of like just BTS or like promo and stuff. I mean, that's, that's pretty easy too. It's not, it's really not that hard. I just kind of just take pictures of like whatever the focus is or whatever the product is or, or anything really. Um, Wow. So you guys, you guys do a lot of product stuff. I do, I do a lot of product stuff too, but lately I've been doing like the more, the more the music videos and shooting the rappers type of stuff. I feel like product is harder. Well, no, I, think I it's agree. I, I think it's harder. Re- I think it's hard, th- hard to shoot products. Yeah. Because they don't really do anything. You know, they don't do anything. So it's, it's kind of easy, but hard. Yeah. But I, sometimes I, okay. So I'll take a picture of like, let's say like this cup and it's easy. I'll just take a picture of the cup, but I'm like, I overthink it. Like, oh, maybe I should like have it in this lighting or like this dramatic, po- like, well, I don't know, tilt or something. I don't know. Like, I just kind of overthink it. But uh, it just really depends on the mind state, really, I guess you could say. But in the beginning, it's just a lot of anxiety. <laughs> and at the end, it's a lot of anxiety, too, because it's just like, all right, do they want it? They want me to edit them. Do they want to edit them? Should I edit the way I edit them? Should I just do the black and white? It's just like, oh, God. Sometimes I just overthink it. But it's still fun, though. I'll, gi- I'll, I'll give you that. It's very fun. Very fun. So let's uh, shift into talking about, you know, my favorite thing to talk about is abandoned places. Um, oh, yeah. Which yeah, is yeah. what I do when I'm not freelancing, you know. Where we just came from right we, now, we just We just spent, like... Three well, we hours? spent four hours trying to get home from the bandos. That was so bad. Just sat in traffic for literally two hours. Oh, my God. It Never was, again. It was so fucked. We went off-roading. Never. <laughs> we went off In a Toyota Corolla. <laughs> <laughs> that was so sick, but it was so scary at the same time. And we actually high-fived, and like, it was really cool. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> Ab- abandoned places. So, yeah. So, abandoned places. So... I hadn't, so I, at this point I had my Nikon 3200, had a, I had 35 millimeters, stock lens was like 18 to 55 or whatever. But here's the thing, I never even knew what abandoned place was. Like I, I knew what it is, you know, you kind of like to see them on the freeway. But you didn't like, know oh, that whatever. like exploring abandoned places was like a thing. Yeah, I didn't even know that was a thing. And yeah. I was like, people do this? That's weird. And so I had a friend named Jose, shout out Jose, who also went to my church and, and was one of Jake's friends and all that. We all knew each other. And... He was like, he was like, hey, you know, you're a photographer, Jake's a photographer. Do you want to hang out? I was like, yeah, sure. What do you want to shoot? And he's like, um, there's this abandoned place around um, around this area, you know, like probably like 15 minutes from here. And he's like, do you want to go check it out? And I was like, abandoned place. I was like, I mean, I guess I don't know, like whatever, you know. At this point, I haven't even seen like abandoned places on like Instagram or mm. Flickr or 500px or anything. Yeah. So I was like, all right, like whatever, okay. And, um, 
wasn't even nervous about trespassing. Knew nothing about abandoned places. And then went to that place. And I was like, you know, I was like, oh, okay. Like, you know, this is cool. A lot of glass, a lot of broken things, you know. But, like, the weird thing was... Uh, the first time I went there, I didn't take any pictures. I was just like, this is kind of weird. But when I, but after that, I came home and I was like, like, no, I could have taken a sick picture here. You know, like I, I could have done something here. So I went back, well, I went back like, like the next week and I just took a couple pictures and I was like, oh, this is, this is sick. You know, this is cool. Like you don't get to see this that often, yeah. you know, like you don't, you don't see abandoned places that often. And I was like, okay, this is cool. You know? And I just, and I kept going to that same abandoned place. I kept practicing there, like, uh, lights, a composition, um, shadows. Cause like a lot of abandoned places are shadows and lights. So yeah, you it's really natural have to, lighting. Yeah. And so it's really weird. So, um, it's like you get what you get. Photograph it. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. you know, but I'm sure I'm still shooting JPEG. I don't even shoot. Rock. Oh, it's <laughs> so it's like, it is what you get. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, literally. So, the colors already in there and i was like oh these are cool you know and i started posting them and then i started getting a little bit of an attention from the the local people they were like oh you should abandon places you should take me and i was like oh i only know one you know so i take a lot of people there i took a lot of people probably like 30 people there we probably we we don't even talk anymore but it's cool but i t- it took a lot of people there and then i just kept getting better at it i just kept going to the same place and the cool thing about that bando was that um Every two, three weeks, new things would come up. Like, like now there's probably like a stripped down uh, Beamer. It's stripped down, no wheels, no nothing. Um, and there's like skating things in there, like ramps and stuff. So people skate in there. And wow. Like, yeah. Like you could throw a party in there. It's cool. Um, so that was pretty much the gateway for sure was, was that was like abandoned, that, that first abandoned building. And, and also like this was a time where like, um, like I was still like with, with, you know, the whole depression thing with my ex-girlfriend and I felt like I was just really depressed, you know, and then being in these abandoned buildings was like, Hey, you know, I really relate to these things. Cause like, they're just broken, you know, like, You're like this is how I feel. Yeah, it's, this sounds really like so cliche and dumb, but I was like, I'm just as broken on the inside as this abandoned building. Like. Like, it was, it's really sad. Like, it's just really sad. Like, you, it looked broken on the outside, look on the inside. It's cold. It's raw. It's just, like, destroyed. People step on it all the time. People just come in and out of it. And I was just, like, but not in and out of me, like, sexually. But, like, out of my <laughs> life. You know, like, out of right. my life, people just come in and out. And I was, like, thinking of every little detail. And I was, like, yeah, I can, I really do just, like, I, uh, I, I compare myself to abandoned places a lot. I was, like, yeah, like. Like, it was just, like, one of the most, like, one-on-one connection I've ever had with anything in my life. Like, not a tree, not a not a rooftop. Like, uh, it was just abandoned places. Like, this is, like, I I literally said I would sleep in an abandoned, like, I would sleep in a bando if I, if I could. If I wanted to, no Airbnb, bring my, like, sleeping bag and just, like, sleep in a bando if I could. Yeah. So, like, that was just so crazy. And now, you know, I've probably shot more than 100 bandos, um... I've been caught, like, I've had a guns pointed at me maybe once or twice, but getting caught, like, maybe, like, four or five times is not a lot. It's not a lot. Yeah, I'm pretty good at, like, sneaking around. I'm a skinny guy, so I'll always just, like, fit in, like, some weird, like, not drawer, but, like, hole in the wall or something and wait for the cop to go or something like that. Yeah. 
I've, yeah, I've I've hit bandos only in California. Actually, I've only hit bandos in California. Wow. Yeah, I hate traveling. It's only <laughs> I love traveling, but not <laughs> on flying. I don't I don't go, I don't do I don't do planes. So I'm probably never gonna hit like the Chicago or, or Chicago bandos or whatever. But yeah, man, a bando, bandos are sick. So talk about some of the other places you've explored that are in Los Angeles that are you know okay. are or were abandoned and so, you know like the the art you created and and what came from that oh man um like the church so just to, just to say this first I never hit that OG jail spot the the jail one I never hit that one the Lincoln Heights yeah, I never hit that one. It's super sketchy. Maybe I will one day. Sketchy yeah, you're telling fun. me your story. <laughs> Every story I hear is just sketchy, and I'm like, no thanks, I'm good. Yeah. Um, so the ones I have, and oh God, I hope there's no cops listening, but um, if I say just like what they are and not the names, is that cool? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've hit two hospitals. They're very close to each other. Um, I don't want to say where really, but if you're a bando, a bando guy or explorer and you're around the LA area, you probably know they're probably like 10 stories high. You probably know what I'm talking about in LA. You can see them from the freeway. And so I've hit those two and man, they're so fun. Like I would have never thought you can go inside there and just explore. And for people who don't really know what's inside, check this out. Okay. So I was with... Man, it was me. Do you know Raw File, Sergio? Yeah, yeah. Okay, and this was like 2015, you know. Um, I'm hanging out with the big boys, you know what I mean? And I'm with the We Own the Night leader, Psycho Rob. Psycho Rob. It's us three, maybe someone else. I don't remember. And we go to the first abandoned place. Not the surgical room one, the one with just like just like the, the beds and all that type mm -hmm. of stuff. And the only way to get in... Oh, mind you, it's, it's, it's like... It's a hospital, so it's guarded, obviously with cops. There's like four squad cars around. You can't go to the you can't go to the front entrance anymore or the back or anything. So what we had to do was we had to climb to the second or third floor from the outside. Like not like not like it was like it was not safe, first of all. Like <laughs> we got to a wall, had to get on the first level roof, and to get to the second level we had to get on like some pipes that were like doing like Z's and L's shaped <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah. And, and the window was like broken into. So there was still glass shards around. Like there was glass shards on the floor. There was still glass on the window. Like there was no way I was going to punch the glass out or anything. So literally, and it was, in a, it was a small window, maybe like, uh, I mean, it was, it was okay, I guess. I don't know how to really, I'm not really good with measurements, but let's say it was about like three or four feet tall or whatever. And, and, just glass still on it so literally when you had to go in you had to put your backpack in first and then get into this window like cause in the middle of the window like where your belly is there's a, there's a glass shard sticking out so like you have to do this weird like dolphin like thing into <laughs> the window into dive the window. yeah like a dolphin <laughs> dive into the in the window and um and so that that's like one of the, the issues and then when you go in you know it's just like dark and light but it's so cool because you get to see these uh, surgical rooms and sorry that one didn't have a surgical room it just had surgery tables and those like those two big lights on the top where you know they're doing surgery on you they just like illuminate your insides pretty much and you walk around and there's just like emptiness and beds and, and graffiti and all types of stuff in the morgue oh gosh the morgue people who don't know what the morgue is like where they put the dead bodies and stuff that's you see that you don't see bodies you don't see bodies you just see you know stuff like just that. the the locker yeah, that they the go lockers, in <laughs> the crematory all that type of stuff you know um 
Oh man, it's so fun. So I've been, I've done those two abandoned uh, hospitals, and I've done some that are not, uh, they're not here anymore. So like that one that we went to, uh, I, I think that's like an abandoned textile mill or something like that. Yeah, it probably. was like, yeah, like a flea market at one point. Yeah, some something like that. Weird, yeah. That was cool because I had the couch. And yeah, you're yeah. Just chilling there. Um, that was a pretty big place too. That was really cool. That's that's gone now. So rip to that. Another one that's gone is this like big warehouse. Oh, you would have loved it. Or maybe I did. No, I don't, I don't think I've taken you. No, we only went to that one. Yeah, and it was just like it was amazing. It was just like an abandoned, also like another like like mill or something or textile mill. Two 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 floors, um, and I've been there like maybe ten times with Isaac and John and Moody and all these type of people. Um, I actually filmed a documentary there. There was a documentary about me in there, but it never came out, so ripped to that, too. <laughs> I've actually, like, in that ab- bando, what I, rem- what I remember also is, like, just walking and then not knowing that there was a hole. So my left foot just, like, went into a hole, and I just, like, like just, like... Fell through bo- the floor. Yeah, I just fell through the floor. Like, my body just, like, kind of caught me, but, like, I was bruised everywhere. And, like, uh. yeah, so I've done that. I've done... Um, yeah, I think falling to the floor is probably my biggest fear when I'm in a bando. Oh, okay. Thank you. Not in LA, but there was a... So I went with this girl who I used to like, kind of like and kind of talk to. It was really weird. I'm not going to say names, but um, I hope she doesn't listen to this. <laughs> if you are, just shout don't... Shout out. No, 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 no shout <laughs> I'm out. I'm just kidding. No, I think she's talking to someone else now, but whatever. Um, and falling to the floor, we went to this... Um, I don't, I don't want to say the city either. It's like... It's around here somewhere. Um... It was an abandoned, let's just say school, an abandoned school, and it was two stories, and we went inside, and I was on the top floor, and the whole floor is, like, just, like, asbestos, really, so you can't really see, like, any holes or or cracks or anything or whatever, but you could see a little bit of indents, like, like it's raining and, like, kind of soggy, soggy asbestos, so it's, like, you know, like, some floor is, like, kind of, like, wet and, like, it's weak. I didn't think much of it. I was like, oh, okay, whatever, you know. Like, I'll just, like, you know, make sure I step and, like, test it out, see if it's okay before I go. And it was cool. And I was like, all right, whatever. So I'm going in there, and I only have a 20, 24 millimeter. And at this point, you know, I, I have the cannon, and I, I like to shoot really wide and, and vertically. Vertically, not horizontally. And, and I keep backing up, you know. I keep backing up into a wall. I'm on the second floor. And literally... Uh, my foot, my right foot, like steps back and just falls through the fucking roof. Like it just, boom. And like, I just, I was like, oh my God. And like, the only way I saved myself from not going down was like my back hitting like this, like wood support beam, like on the like ground for some reason. Like it was really weird. So like my back foot went down, my left foot kind of went down. It was like halfway down. And I was, like, doing this weird, like, you know those, those commercials where it's like, help, I can't get up. You yeah, know? yeah, the yeah. old people with the yeah. lifeline. It looked like that. And then the girl comes in, like, oh, my God, are you okay? And I was like, yeah. Do I look okay? Yeah, I was like, okay, okay, I'm leaving. Like, let's just go. And I just, like, left that room, dude. Oh, my God. We got to talk about the dangers of bandos, too, actually, because, like. It's, That's super important it's to not, talk about. Yeah, it's, it's not, not just, safe. It's not at all. Like, it's not safe at, at all. all. I it's can not t- safe. Yeah, I can take you to the easy one over there, and it's not safe at all. Like, so I've, I've done those bandos, and honestly, I'm kind of, like, blanking out right now. But uh, what, I've done also, like, some small bandos, like, some small warehouses and all that type of stuff. Uh, you went to that, like, original church. 
with oh, the pews. Oh, the church. No, not the original church. I didn't go to that one either. Oh. Because at this point, I was still making a name for myself. Yeah. And and not to be mean, but a lot of the LA people don't give out addresses, even right. though you're kind of established. Right. Just is kind of how it is. So I never got in there. I've seen pictures of it, but it went down, so ripped to that. But I went to the second church. And I put work on that church, like not work as in tagging or def- we don't. I don't destroy anything at all. But I just, I was so like, I I'm, oh my god, I'm the only person in the world who has that photo where nothing crazy and whatever, you know. But like, I, I had my friend. Her name was Lydia Reborn, and I put a white cloth on her. You know what I mean? And I was like, oh, you know, just stand between these pews, you know. And the bag has like the whole like. Uh, like the, the steeple, I guess you could say, and all that type of stuff. And, and I, you know, I took the picture, took a picture without her, photoshopped the legs out, and I called it Holy Spirit. And that shit blew up, dude. Like 2K likes, 3K. Wow. Like the reach was insane. And that's when, like, I kind of established the name. Like, th- like people were like, oh, yeah, this guy, he's, he's legit, you know? Um, so I went to that one, too. I went there three times. The first two times were cool. I went with Jake, Josh, I think, and, and, and Reborn. The third time, um, I went with my homie Tony. Shout out Tony. Um, and this was when, like, the pews were gone. Like, mm. the pews were gone. Um, and before, there was, like, um, fuck. In, in Spanish, we call it ofrendas. In English, it's tithes. Like, when they give you money. Like, you give tithes. tithes. Yeah, 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 yeah. tithes to the church. They were all over the floor, so there was money. Like, just, like, like a, we found, like, a dollar or something. It was cool. Um, but all that was gone, because I guess they were going to, like... Demolish it. Demolish it, or, yeah. like, rebuild it or something, so... We went there and then we said peace, you know, rip to that. So we went to that church too. Everyone's been to Sunken City, you know, and there's a bando near the Korean Bell of Friendship everyone knows about. Um, been to those, you know. Um, the Hawthorne Mall, we've been, I've, yeah, I've been, I haven't been with you yet. Have no, we? we've never been. No, together. wait, we went one time, but we couldn't get in. We couldn't get, get in. in. The security guard stopped us. Yeah, literally, like, literally 10 seconds. Like, we were in, yeah. in the parking garage. We didn't even get in the mall. We were oh, in the parking garage. <laughs> that was so shitty, dude. That was sad. We were, like, trying to run and be, sna- like, stealth, yeah. and he was like, hey. <laughs> we were like, yeah. well, shit. I've been here three times, too. It was cool. I love the Hawthorne Mall. The yeah. Hawthorne Mall and one of the hospitals in Los Angeles. Yeah. My favorite it's places. Just, Hawthorne Mall is cool. Once you're in, no one bothers you. The yeah. Security guard. Security guards. Here's the thing about security guards. They just do not. They just do not care. Like, they're not going to go inside. Like, if they do, then they care too much about their jobs and they should go fuck themselves. <laughs> like, honestly, and I'm just trying to. That's being. That's me being nice. Like, but it's like once you're in and it's like huge. Like for people who are not in L.A., like it's huge. Like, it's just. Think of your mall, your two-floor mall. No, sh- not, not even the shop name. It's not even the windows to the shops. It's just there's no railing. There's no railing. It's legit. Two escalators, right? That obviously don't work. Bunch of wood, and the floor's not even done. Like it's just, I don't even know how this shit is standing still. Like yeah. it's crazy. It's just and it's holes like, in the ceiling, yeah. holes in the floor. And everyone's just everyone there is cool. There's no like crackheads. There's no crackheads in like, there. There's just teenagers smoking yeah, pot. Yeah, there's like twelve kids, like there's twelve it. year old kids just like hanging out, like, oh my god, look a stick. And you're like, cool. Like <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm in no danger whatsoever. But it's yeah. cool to just walk around. You could be there for like an hour or two. And I've taken some amazing pictures in there too. Uh, I did a trend photo and after that everyone started doing it. I was on the escalator and I just put my that's when like when the feet pictures went in. So you oh, would yeah. put like your shoes in the picture. Yeah. And I'm on top I'd of I've taken one of those. Yeah, sure. I think everyone has. To, and then everyone stopped too, uh, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, and I'd like take a pic like I was on top of the escalator and I'm like sitting down, I take a picture of that, like the whole like whatever is the, the environment. It was cool, man. I just this was like when I was doing bandos and I just wanted to like do trends and it hit, man. It really did hit. 
So I've done I've done that mall too. Um, I'm trying to remember more. Oh, that one with the couch. That one was just called the Slauson uh, Bando. I remember that. The Slauson Couch Bando. That's what it, that's what we called it. So that was that. And I would have to go to my Instagram to look for more. But I've I've done more than like 50, 100 bandos for sure. Like wow. Yeah, yeah. And and, and I mean, if you want to count the like, three trips. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, but here's the thing, though, man. I need to get out of California, dude, because, like, oh, man. Oh, San Francisco. I've been to San Francisco, too, and I did bandos there. Have you done? What did you hit there? Uh, Point Reyes? Yeah, we did Point Reyes. Yeah, but that's easy. Yeah, because like, that's a tourist <laughs> spot. So, funny thing is, I went there. Yeah, I didn't know Point that. Point Reyes <laughs> is, for everyone that doesn't know, Point Reyes is like a, a shipwreck. <laughs> In San Francisco, and it's literally a tourist spot. You can literally <laughs> find it on Yelp. It's on Yelp. It has a review. It has four stars. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because, like, I'm like, okay. I'm like, I'm with my best friend, Matt. I'm like, all right, Matt. If I don't come back out, like, <laughs> call, like, look for me in 10, 15 minutes. And he's like, all right, whatever. And I'm like, I'm sneaking in, you know, and there's a hole in, there's a hole in the gate. And I'm like, oh, for sure. Like, sneak in there, you know, and I'm crouched. I'm just like, okay, like, I'm going to fucking just, like, go through here. Make a run. And then, like, I just run for it, you know. And I don't really run for it. I kind of, like, sprint, you know, walk fast. And then, like, I get to the entrance. And out comes a mom and three kids doing it like a fucking like pageant shoot or whatever. And I was like, what the f- I look like a douchebag. Like, what is what? What did I just do? I just snuck into a bando that like some mom was taking pictures of her kids. I was like, Jesus, that's this hilarious. Is so- yeah, but it's cool, though. It's a, it's, a, it's like it's a big cool warehouse. Shipper. It's a big it's a big warehouse. Yeah. And there's like a couple cars in there and like um, some tagging, obviously. And there's like a little thing where you could go upstairs, like some stairs and a lot of type of stuff. And I still have some photos that I'm editing. Um, from that but that was cool and then did you go into the abandoned boats next door no yeah there's some abandoned boats like okay so point reyes right and then you go i mean i've seen the point reyes shipwreck just the one though there's like one or two of them you can go on yeah and i went in there and i and that's why i fucking dropped my phone and the whole fucking san francisco birthday trip i had no phone but um you can go in those boats and i just took some photos in there too and i just put like a like a little like cost and priest pre on it and it was like it was look sick um yeah i've won like photography awards for like the point Reyes shipwreck photos really that I've taken yeah i haven't seen those yeah yet. i haven't seen your photos then yeah. we probably well, we weren't friends probably. probably not i went in like 20 when did i go 2018 oh no oh 20 oh yeah we were when friends did I go to san francisco i don't know i think it was 2018 in the summer but you went with viker right yeah i went with vikers yeah yeah shout out viker um yeah viker and i go way back actually too but yeah so I've, I've done those bandos too and obviously treasure island you've done treasure island too right Mm-mm. you never done treasure island i don't even uh, know what it is no uh it's a legend in san fran they tore it down though but like think of like us uh a three four story circular bando wow and like the, and you can see the inside like if you're on top you can see the inside like it's just like a coliseum type thing but like super smaller obviously like like this cup it was kind of like this but like wider obviously yeah, and like yeah it was sick and i had this photo and i met this guy i forgot his name i think it was like team money or something so shout out that guy if he's still around or something he showed he showed me around um i have this picture where he's like jumping and i just like edited a ufo like on the top like sick. i was just trying to do something with bandos you know um and i went with moody and and jay shout out them um and uh yeah, I went with them, and it was just, like, a crazy thing to go to San Francisco and for bandos and stuff. Um, what else have I done? 
Yeah, you got to get out of California for sure. I need to get out of Cali, man. Like, there's some sick-ass bandos out there. Like, people... Okay, I want to give a shout-out to everyone who's in, like, the like the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Like, like Mississippi and, and Pittsburgh and Chicago, Illinois, and, and Detroit. Like, dude, y'all have the sickest band. Like, yeah, go to come to California, sure. But, like... Our bandos compared to them are not like no, there's nothing. You guys have jails and everything. Like yeah. oh my god, you know what else? The the Malibu bando, the bando. Have you been to that one mm-hmm. yet? The, the two the two mansions around. I the know Malibu about area? them, but I've never been. So the, we should go. Those were sick. Sure. Those were. I don't even know. They're hot. They're probably not. Oh, they're hot. Yeah, they're on the news. Oh like, so shit. So you can't go. Oh, okay, no, I'm good. After that, no one's gone really. Yeah, yeah. Except for the crazy people. You know who I actually saw there? And I want to say rest in peace to her. B word. Really? Yeah, I saw her. That was the first and wow. last time I've ever met B Word. So wow. I want to say shout out, um, Fantastic Four Twenty. Well, his name is Sketchy Johns now, but um, and and B Word. I forgot the other guy. I think it was John probably, but yeah, that was the first and last time I went there. I saw her, but yeah, that Malibu Bando um, was sick, man. It's just I have so many memories on that one too, and the other one, and yeah, I think that's pretty much it so far. But that I really remember. So do you mostly find your spots by word of mouth? Um, I, in the beginning, uh, <laughs> I was a really impatient mad kid. So like, I was like, why don't these people want to give me bando locations? You know, like I fucking love bandos, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tear them down. Yeah. Um, so I used to have this thing on my, um, you know, I could read like the, uh, I don't want to say specifically, but I could read information on like how people edit their photos and like where like the coordinates of where they shot oh, pretty yeah. much. So I would just be like, oh, okay, motherfucker. Like, you don't want to tell me I got your photo right here. And I would just go. Like, I would just go. Or sometimes I had like, a list of them, but I just didn't go because I didn't really have a car back in the day or, excuse me, um, you know, friends to go with because the bandos are kind of like scared to go to. So um, that, that note is long gone now, but I used to do that. And then I, used, and then when I got established was one more word of mouth and, and hey, you know, let's go to this, let's go to that. And I was like, cool, you know. Also, I forgot um, around the Salton area, there's also like a bunch of uh, bandos there too. So, yeah. Um, but yeah. That's out in the middle, of, like of nowhere. nowhere. Yeah. It's, <laughs> hey, what, if you go in the middle of nowhere, chances there's are there's gonna be a bando for not, sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. So like, yeah, word of mouth. And then now it's kind of like people just kind of like say, hey, have you been here? And it's just like, nah, man. You know, like I'm busy now, dude. But. Um, <laughs> Yeah, in the beginning, it was just like, no one's going to tell me. And now it's just like, all right, just like, yeah, the, yeah the, you want to give me the Addy or not? All right, cool. All right, like, <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Um, but yeah. So for me, like, the cool thing about abandoned buildings and, like, one of the most unique aspects of it for me is that it's one of the last places we have in this country slash in the world because i explore internationally as well you know i explore everywhere i hate you i'm so jealous but but there's it's like the one place where there's no nobody's watching you there's no surveillance no no, like there's no cameras no like you're not being monitored by the government or anybody no well only if there's unless there's alarms and that's where i kind of go back and i forgot to say that i also did this can I go back real quick? Yeah. I, I did this hospital, and I told you the story on the, because um, we did our podcast, or you did my podcast. Yeah, shout out, Mom's Garage and, Pod. Oh, thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, we did it. I did a hospital, too. And, yeah, sure, there isn't any government interference. Like, they're watching you, really. But t- take in mind, this is one of the dangers of bandos, that there's 
like a, like one out of ten, like that bad note probably has an alarm. Like if you're in Cali, if you're like in the, in in the East Coast, it's like three out of ten, two out of ten. But like yeah. over here, it's like one out of ten, point five out of ten. And this one just had to have like three alarms, dude. And we should have just walked away while we had a chance because <laughs> the alarm was already going off when we like parked our car. So because these are like these two tigers on the wall, like tagging already. I was like, what, we were like, what's that noise? And it stopped, and we were like, oh okay, whatever. We we ended up hitting this mall, and and uh, I was with like three, four guys, and. Um, it was like Joshua 22, 77 dead, and some other guy I forgot. And we we get in, we were walking around his band, like, how do how, how, they got in? How do we get in, you know? And we had to go through this window, and um, and we got into the, through the window, you know, it took us like 20 minutes to find that entrance, go into the window, shoot a couple things. It was kind of boring, really. And then we go to the down to the first floor, and I'm like second or third in the line following this guy, and he goes, Stop, stop, shh, shh. And he just like, stops and we all stop. And literally like two seconds later, all you hear is woo, woo, woo. like just like the alarm. And we're like, oh shit, we gotta go. Oh my God. So we run all the way back up and we get out of that window, we run to our car, and we just wait. And then we just hear it go off and we're like, Oh, no cops. Let's go back. You know what I mean? <laughs> so we just go back again. And um so we go in there again and then we and, and then we don't trip that alarm, we go somewhere else, and we go to this hallway. We obviously tripped the alarm again, and uh, oh no no no! I was in the hallway taking a picture of the hallway. I was so scared out of my mind. I didn't want to. I did not want to leave that area. And so what happened was that there was two like there was one hospital, and then there was a bridge that connected to the other part of the hospital. So that so I was in that part. My homies went into the second part, and they're like, "Chama, come on!" I was like, "No, nah, dog, I don't want to go," you know. Um, and they tripped the alarm, and I was like, "Oh shit!" But literally ten seconds later. The alarm stopped. Like the actual like alarms, not the actual alarm, but just the noise. Yeah. Because they, ugh, I don't want to say this because well, they're not gonna know who it is anyways. But or what what hospital? But they took out the actual alarms that were making the noise and they cut the wires out. Like they pulled them down and the wires. Wow. All three of them, and I was like, "Oh my god, you sons of bitches!" Like that's crazy. So we just could, but the the only the sound was off, but the actual alarm was still probably going. Yeah, yeah, in the somewhere. system. Yeah, yeah, it was still going. Like this alarm has probably been going off five times for the past like two hours. Yeah. So, so the people that are getting the notification are probably like, "There's probably nothing. There's probably a raccoon running around inside a, the fucking bando, or, or a cracky, or a cracky, or something, yeah. whatever, you know." Yeah. And we and we're doing our thing, you know. We're taking photos, and it's an amazing like. It's just it's sick. No surgical rooms really. No like crazy like surgery rooms, but it's sick. And then we get to the end, like the last like literally like the last four minutes, and we're just walking around this hallway. We're walking. This hallway is probably like twenty doors down. It's pretty deep, you know. And um, we're just chilling, you know. It's all four of us. We're just going through every room. It looks the same, whatever. And um, how do I explain this? How do how do I explain this hallway? It's just imagine a hallway. It's brown because of the lighting inside, or like orange. And every every side, the right and left side, has 10 doors each, maybe 20, you know, whatever. And we were walking, we're opening each door, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And we hear footsteps that are really loud, like deep and loud, and it's not ours. So we stop walking, and we look at each other, and there's someone walking. We're like, oh, fuck, you know. And the hairs on, on my back are like yeah, just yeah. raised, like goosebumps. And it's a cop, and all I hear, all I, all I literally hear is just, 
whatever, something city PD, get on the floor right now, blah, 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 like surrender. And we, we looked at each other and like telepathically, like we said the words like run, run, you know that song? Run. Yeah. And we just <laughs> booked it down the fucking hallway. Like, like fucking just go, 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 go. Oh my God. Don't look back. Don't look back. Fuck the cops. You know what I mean? And we got to the end, we got to the end and like, and what, what should be, what should have been an exit like push this for an exit alarm will sound it was chained up taped like there's no way there was literally no way like you, you could not get through that the door on our left was also the same thing you cannot go and the door on our right didn't have anything it just we i literally read push here for emer and i just kicked that shit open like it <laughs> like i just kicked it open like i do not care right now and then we went to this room and the other exit door, it was pretty dark, but the other exit door for, for that room was like blue laminated tape or some shit. I, I didn't care. I just kicked that shit too. Well, I didn't kick it. I'd like, like Hulk bulldozer that shit down. <laughs> and then we ended up in this back lot, like parking lot. And, and our next, like, our next thing is like, oh, now there's eight, nine foot gates that curve inside. So you can't even like jump out. Yeah. You black, climb it. These black pole gates. You can't even climb. You can't, you can't do anything. And we're looking around. I'm like, Oh shit, shit. And they get closer to the fucking gate. And I look back to the entrance of where we entered at. And there's two or three squad cars. Like not just like the little Dodgers, like the actual like sedans, like the four door, you know, like wow. maybe Kana. I don't know. But like, and I was like, Oh my God, I'm going to die here. Like this is, this is like where my career ends. This is where <laughs> I go to jail. I'm done. And and I just found this hole in the, like this, these two bars, one was like just slanted to the right a little bit. So it was like someone obviously like tried to get in and out there and we just took our backpacks off, slid in there and just ran to our car, my car and booked it. And then we stopped at a gas station and just like had to process what just, <laughs> what we ran away from cops. Like, yeah. Oh my God. And it's like one of those things like fight or flight is like a real thing oh my whenever God. it comes to that. You whenever don't know. Because, well, first of all, you don't like you may hear like whatever, whatever PD, but you just hear there's a fucking stranger in here. Yeah. I don't know who this is. It's yeah. a dark place. I got to get the fuck out. You now. don't know what they have. You don't know a, what they have. A gun. Yeah. Meth. A, a meth needle. I don't know. They could have a sword for all I care. Yeah. Like nunchucks. I need to get the fuck out. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I need to get out. So it's scary. And, and if you, you don't know what flight or fight or flight is, it's kind of like, the, like, like, so like, instincts anxiety. Kick like yeah. in. when your survival instincts kick in, yeah. your anxiety, some people adrenaline. fight or some people run Fly, the fuck yeah. away. And Usually you run the fuck away, yeah. you know what I mean? So, um, I'm not gonna fight a cop. No one's gonna fight a cop. No one's gonna you know fight what a cop. I mean? Um, and so, uh, and yeah, and that happened. And we just pro and literally, I looked at all those guys and I was like, I am never shooting with any of you motherfuckers <laughs> again. And guess what? It's true. I have not shot with those motherfuckers ever again. <laughs> not in that way, but like, we're cool. But like, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. What was the question? <laughs> um, yeah. Not being, not having surveillance or anything right. like that inside. So, yeah. So for the most part, all of them, you know, you can just like. Unless there's like alarms, silent alarms, things like that. Yeah. 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 Unless they have security guards, but they don't go in. They don't go inside. They don't yeah, get they don't, that they don't, much. They don't want, they don't want to risk their safety to go inside and yeah. see who the fuck's in there. No, there's no way. Yeah. Unless like, cause that Hawthorne mall is used a lot for movie sets. Right. So, okay. Like obviously I don't want to, I, even I don't want to ruin their set. You know what I mean? Of course. So it's like, okay, I'll just not leave. I'll take a picture of the set with there, but like, I'll just, okay, I'm not going to touch it, but you know, it is what it is. And if they kick you out, they're not going to arrest you. Like officers. Security guards have no power to. Yeah. They have, first of all, even if they tell you, Hey, stop. No, you don't have to, yeah. like you are not the law. Like, no. 
Um, you can just literally run away from them, which I don't really give a fuck about. But cops, I know. Let's talk about the dangers of bandos. Let's yeah, talk, let, that's, let's that's what that. we should talk about. What dangers should, of bandos. What should be number one? First of all, don't ever go by yourself. Oh, that's right. Don't ever go by yourself. Especially if you're a girl. Especially if you're like, a girl. Not, and not, I, not trying I, to be sexist. No, like I literally was texting Chamo the other day trying to see if he was free today to go explore some bandos yeah. because I just had a photography book come out. Yo, shout out. You guys can go get my book at uh, justletterk.com oh, yeah, slash no tracer. Congrats on the new book. Thank you, man. Sick. My first photo book. Um, so I was trying to see like if he was free and I was hitting up a couple people because, you know, there's a couple people I explore with and I wanted to see who was free and, and you were free and, uh, you were like, Oh, I don't know. Like if I really want to go. And I, I was like, okay, well I can't go by myself. Like, right. That's true. I'm a girl. Like, and that's where I felt bad. Sorry, I was bro. Like, like you're, you're responsible for me now. <laughs> you can even see my text messages. I was like, Oh yeah. Fuck, yeah. Right. Like, Shit. <laughs> yeah. Not to like no, pull no, that totally card, cool, but yeah. it's a fucking thing, man. Like I don't want to go into an abandoned building by myself and get raped. Never. Fuck like, no, that. no, no, it's true. Or killed. Or killed or whatever. Or, whatever. It, and it, or like even step on a nail and you're bleeding yeah, out. Yeah, if you break your leg, if you fall off a thing, fall through a floor and there's nobody with you, like Oh yeah, no, you're done. You're done for. I'm you sorry, know? My, my oh you're good, no worries. Uh sorry about that. But um yeah, yeah, dude. And I think that's number one is don't go by yourself. I don't care if you're a macho, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger back in the 90s guy or like or or whatever, really. Like, just don't go by yourself because you never know what could happen. Yeah. I've had crackies in my face. I've had so- uh, swords, sorry, knives, <laughs> swords, imagine. Uh, I had knives, guns, talk to cops, um, security guards, um, falling through floors. Um, almost, I never stepped on a nail, but I've had shards, glass of shards, like cut me too, you know, it's just like, you, you never know. That's, that's number one. You like, you really have to like, just never go by yourself. I've done it, but sometimes I've gotten pretty lucky, you know, but, um, never go by yourself. I think that's like number one for sure. And I think the, the thought process is different between, you know, a guy and a girl wanting yeah. to do this kind of stuff. Because I mean, like, I, in a, in a sense, because, I mean, you're not thinking, like, oh, I might get raped if I go to this place. I mean, I could get raped. You I don't, totally I don't want to, right. you know, because there's crazy people out there, dude. Yeah, but I'm sure that's not, like, the first thought on your mind no. when you're, like, For I might me, go to the spot. It's just getting caught. Like, yeah. That's it. Because, like, because think about this. Like, if you drive an hour or two and you get caught, it's like, dude, what's the point then, you, you know? You just wasted like, that whole gas, day. Gas, money, yeah, yeah, yeah. and, like, I could have waken up at 10, you know, yeah. not, like, 8 or whatever, yeah. but that's just me. But, yeah, I think that's number one. Number two... And I did this today. Don't fucking wear shorts. Like, please yeah. don't. Like, really, just don't. Well, I don't, don't, don't. Unless it's, like, that bando. Like, I could probably take you over there. Like, the one in my area. It's super, like, nice. There's nothing on the floor. You know, you're totally fine. Sure, why not? But, like, today was, like, 95 degrees. And it was so freaking hot. It was so hot. But I wish I would have worn pants. Yeah. Because I think something, like, bit me. And I was kind of itching for a while, too. And I was like, oh, God. And it could have been a plant you walked past. Anything. And just brushed up again. It you, could have been because in the desert you have those tumbleweeds. You know, yeah, like yeah, 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 we yeah, yeah. And I was like, shit, man. There was tumbleweeds in the bando. Yeah, and then remember <laughs> when I when I jumped out that when, not I didn't jump out of a window on the second floor, but like the last bando, the third one we went to. Yeah, yeah. I jumped off and that piece of like glass went like, up. Raised you? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I was like, oh shit, I would that could have been like really serious, you yeah. know, or anything like little small things there. Don't wear shorts, man, and and. Just, just, just wear like pants. Like I know, I know, I know it's hot, bro, or, or girl. You know, like it's hot. Wear some blue jeans. You know, some leggings. I don't care. Just something that, like, if something brushes on you, you're not gonna like die. You yeah, know what I mean, exactly. I think that's number two. Number three, the dangers. Um, or just notes. Bring water. 
Oh yeah, bring water. Water's hell important. Yeah. People was, people yeah. don't think about that. Yeah, people don't like. Oh, I'm gonna do this like an hour. No, no. Like, and, and it's not like you just walk in like like a fucking mall door it just opens. You know, like no, you have to go in somewhere, go under a gate or something. Yep. So bring. Because I remember well, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to bring water. I only brought two. And you were like, bring more. And I was like, oh, yeah, definitely. It's going to be hot. So it's we brought like hot. four or five waters, yeah. sodas and all that. Bring some. Don't bring like a five-course dinner. Just bring like some snacks, you know, mm-hmm. that are like like some Ritz crackers or something And the like thing that. with like bringing snacks and stuff, like what happens if uh, the cops show up and you have to hide in there for five hours? Oh, yeah. And you're going to be fucking hungry. Yeah. I heard stories where like people are like, I am dying. Yeah. Like, like I was there for five. Like, um. Pimp My Camel. Have you heard of Pimp My Camel? No. No, he's, he's an OG. Um, so is um, Fantastic 420. And they just had stories on like, yeah, man, like I hid from the cops for like five hours until they fucking left. And like I was hard, like starving and thirsty. And all I had was like some Ritz crackers and like half a bottle of water. And I was like, dude, that's better than like having nothing at all. You Literally. know what I mean? Like you could have fucking died. So yeah, bring that to also what I forgot to bring today, hand sanitizer. Yeah, I didn't oh bring any either. God. And the whole time you're just like, mm. and oh like you went to God. take a piss and I was like, he's going to touch his dick with yeah. his dirty ass hands. I, yeah. <laughs> You're touching like railings and dirty yeah, stuff. There's no asbestos. Yeah. And, like it just like it bring gloves door too, handles. I guess you could say. Yeah, we didn't do that either today. And, we but it was really, hot. It was really hot so, today. Um, <laughs> like how you told everyone I took. A, I mean, it's, it happened. It, right? I took a piss in like, the bando. Yeah, I had to pee. So you got to pee. Think of holding your camera and touching like asbestos and wood and 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 metal and. And, and you know, and yourself, and food, and other, and you're still, you know, it's like you got to bring hand sanitizer for, for sure. sure. Gloves, yeah, you could definitely do that too. Um, that's another one. Um, also, just watch out for crackies, man. I know the East Coast. Shout out my East Coast people. Y'all carry straps with you. Y'all strapped. Yeah, true. Like all my homies are strapped. You feel me? And hey, that's a normal thing. I'm scared, man. I really don't because. I, I, I can't do that But like over That's here That's too much responsibility For me is. to have a gun Because if you get caught with that And you don't got a license Let's just say you know well, like, You're going to jail You're going to go Especially in California like Especially here yeah. They don't fuck around with that Or um, they'll just shoot you <laughs> Or they'll shoot you Because <laughs> yeah. cops are just trigger happy yeah. Like no one's business yeah. um, But I wouldn't say Bring protection Like Maybe just a knife But not a yeah. butterfly knife That's obviously illegal Bring bring like a pocket knife Or something yeah. Where you know It's easily accessible But it also won't kill you If you fall on it wrong Or something right. like that um, I don't I've, ne- I've never really brought anything I, I have like my tripods And I'll just like Smash a smash guy Smash somebody with to. a tripod Yeah Or these fists No I'm just kidding No <laughs> I'm really skinny If no one knows me I'm really skinny But um I think that's that's one of those two, and then you know just look at the cops. You know, and if you if you do get caught, if you get caught by a security guard, look, you can talk your way out of it. Like, oh, totally, you, really you can totally. They talk do not your care for it. The, you know, but like for a cop, especially like, especially if you're a photographer and you're not tagging and you're not defacing yeah. property yeah, exactly. and you're not fucking up yeah, and you're not doing literally drugs. what you say. Yeah, like hey man, I'm, like, I'm a photographer, just taking pictures. Yeah, I can show you. Yeah, you know, and um, just do that. You know what I mean? Uh, even for cops, just be like, hey, you know what? I'm not, if they let you talk, I'm not a tagger. I'm not a gang member. I'm just a photographer. I've been doing this. Oh, okay. I, I Don't say this. Don't don't be like, oh, I've been doing this for like five years and never got caught. Just be like, hey, you know, I'm just a beginner. I just I just thought this was cool, you know? And sometimes you can, you can get away with it with a cop. Sometimes they're going to call for backup or whatever. Yeah. But I've never been, like, charged. Like, Neither have I. Never knock been on charged. Wood. Like, yeah, knock on wood for sure. Like, I've never been charged. I've never. I have been detained, but that's not a bad no thing. Um, that was for a photo meet. That's other for photo meet, meet. And, 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 <laughs> and SF. Yeah, but for bandos, definitely. Like, if you get caught, look. 
one out of ten, they'll let they'll can they'll let you keep shooting. Maybe for like a limited amount of time, like okay, you have like an hour already. or whatever. You yeah. get a cool cop, like like rarely, but he's like the coolest thing ever. Like okay, like go ahead. But yeah, I've, part, I mean, I've had cops tell me like you can go in, but if another cop sees you, I can't help you. Yeah, exactly. Kind of You're on your own, which and, is cool. And I don't know you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's cool. Like whatever you know. Uh, and like then, respect. Right. Exactly. Well, we don't like cops, but still, like whatever. <laughs> but if like if they tell you to leave, just just fucking leave, dude. Like honestly, because yeah. it's not worth it's not like risk it's not worth the risk of getting caught and then going to jail and having that on your record yeah. or a misdemeanor or whatever. So, for sure, I think that's really all the dangers I want to say. Other than like watch out for needles because there's some drug addicts there. Yeah, and for watch sure. Watch out for the crackies. Yeah. Oh, another band I hit the the downy. Downy in Salem, Salem, yeah. yeah. With also that girl who likes me and you know whatever. Well, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to talk about that, but yeah, <laughs> with that girl too. Um, with her was the cat lady. Be careful with you the cat the lady. You saw the cat lady. I saw the cat lady, and then she was like, "Oh, don't talk to her. She's a snitch." And I was like, "Oh shit!" And she explained to me the story. And well, how, oh, like, wait, explain the story of the cat lady. So the cat lady just obviously just lives there, you know, and she has cats, but the, she has a deal with the cops. She can live there as long as she wants, as long as she helps out the cops with the intruders and the trespassers, wow. pretty much. So she gets, like, not like a bonus. She just gets to live there, you know yeah. what I mean? And she's secluded from everyone. But if she catches you, you're done. Like, that's literally it. Um, yeah, just be careful with all that type of stuff, man. Just know where you're going, you know? Let's talk about energy. In en- bandos Energy Like you know We were in that bando today And oh, you were like I'm not feeling God. We shouldn't go this way Like What is that Like what is that About certain places We go In these bands Like Downey Insane Asylum I felt uh, it there I felt it there I felt too. it today I felt it there And today Oh my god It's weird because And, I, and we both Literally at the same time You were like uh, I was like mm. Yeah yeah <laughs> Right at the same time Yeah we like Walked into it It's It's that feeling where Something supernatural. You feel like something supernatural is looking at you. Like someone's like uh, in the darkness. Somebody's watching you. Have you ever had any, and I'm I'm not even talking to Kay. I'm talking to anyone here. Like when you're sleeping, you just feel like someone is just staring at you, you know? And so we're walking to this banner, which by the way, I've been here 25 times probably. Like it's, it's a no brainer. I know that place, like kind of like the back of my hand. Sorry, I'm getting group messages here. But, um, I'm going down this hall and I'm like, okay, cool, cool, cool. And all of a sudden, suddenly I get this like adrenaline shock to the back, to my back. And I'm just like, and it kind of goes like, and it's just like, like you like went into a wave. Yeah. It's enclosing you. And I feel like I looked back and you were like, you looked at the floor and you were like, you're like, oh, and I was like, are you getting a weird feeling? And you were like, yeah. And I was like, let's get the fuck out of here because I am not doing this shit. There's things I'll do. Like I'll do a lot, but like if I get that feeling, and I don't have a knife or, or a cross in holy water. I am not going. Because we were in a dark hallway. We were in a dark hallway. And literally in front of us was just darkness. There was no light coming And to the anymore. left side of us was another dark hallway. Yeah, and like literally. Like pit, yeah. not dark. Like literally pitch like black. Pitch black. And it's funny because there's light in there's there. There's light in there. And the light But not the in dark. these like sections. And yeah. they clash yeah. so hard. Yeah. I'm, I'm feeling it right now actually. But yeah, <laughs> like. Just thinking about I was it. Just, I was just like. Oh no! Like something's gonna happen. Like some like omen. I don't know. Or something. demons, or, or like those ghosts will come home with you. Like the tw- I don't. Yeah, the twins like, from nothing. The Shining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like part three is gonna come out. Like right now. And it's now, like, weird, man. Oh, like man. if you don't believe in that kind of stuff, like yeah, I'm telling you, it's out there. You believe in that? I to- I grew up with it. Yeah, same. I grew up with my my grandparents owned a old plantation house. Yeah. And there were like 
three ghosts there was a little girl oh, that would run God. up and down the hallway no. and like no yeah yeah no. dude yeah so i i mean i grew up with like the supernatural but like you can really feel it in some of these different places that you go into Ugh, for God. sure you just feel it dude like i'm glad you can feel it before you actually see it that's my but, yeah i mean that's the greatest if only every danger was like that <laughs> oh seriously but look there's some people who are like no man it's cool it's cool like i don't know man i i'm really kind of like 50 50 on those type of people but if i sense something that there's like an immediate danger for sure especially with like a woman i'm like i'm out like i'm not gonna do this either yeah. you feel me um so yeah i've done that you know and even in the hospitals you know because there's people have died there dude like Literally. like you're walking in history that's another mm -hmm. cool thing about banners you're walking in history but yeah. sometimes it's not good history sometimes these people ghosts are just like looking at you probably like hey like you're just you're, just, you're, you're disrupting. disturbing our peace I'm here. I'm just trying to sleep yeah. and like do the same thing for the next eternity, you know. <laughs> so it's like, all right, my bad, you know. But like, I just you get that feeling too. Like you're in a surgery room. Like I was in one of the morgues, and I like it just felt it. I was just like, I was like, I. I almost cried too like as a guy i was just like dude i need to get the fuck out like, and it's overwhelming not, it's overwhelming it's like not just like adrenaline oh like uh, i gotta run like you, you it's like it's like it like what do you even do to a ghost you can't hit a ghost like no you or, can't or do anything whatever you know like and and i remember walking back from that um from the from the hallway we were at that bando and i kept looking back i was like i swear to god if i see a fucking twins or like something like something ghost, yeah like, I'm running, like, seriously, but... I, but knock on wood, you know, and all that type of stuff, but, like... Uh, I think I watch too many movies sometimes, but, yeah. That, that energy is just But it's so crazy, because, like... To reaffirm that it's so real is, like... Literally, we felt it at the... We walked... We, like, walked past a threshold. Yeah. Yeah, you felt that, right? Like, yeah. Like, we, we, we walked... We walked into another dimension, dude. Yeah, yeah, for literally. real. Literally. And we walked We walked back into out, the hopefully. fourth dimension. Hopefully. We totally walked back out. I Because I felt so. it when we walked out. <laughs> it's crazy, dude. Like, even the hairs on your legs will go yeah. up, dude. It's bad. Straight up. And this is a... This, this, is a, this is not even a Cali thing. It's, like, everywhere. Like, bandos yeah. everywhere. Not even bandos, but, like, let's... Just places. We're talking about bandos. Like, but, yeah. Like, sketchy places like that. It's... People know what we're talking about. Like, yeah. if you've been to Bando, if you've experienced it, you know exactly you know what, what we're, we're talking, talking about. about. So, and I mean, I've been in I've been in places that are like re have really fucked up history. You know, I've oh, been yeah. to like a boys' yeah. prison where they like abused all the boys oh, and God. shit. That's like, really, scary. like really fucked up shit oh. has happened in some of these places. No. You know, but like, no thanks. <laughs> so let me ask you. Let's wrap this up a little bit. Okay. Um, what is something you know now that you wish you knew when you started photography? Um, oh, geez. Um, something I wish I knew before when I started photography. Um, or exploring bandos, either. Um, honestly, just have people you trust. Because I've, I've have, I have shy people shot people i have shot with people who are like kind of iffy and you know my intentions were right you know so i don't really shoot with them they put my put me in danger or my friends or whatever so shoot with people that you trust um and um oh man i don't know because i could talk about like the networking or like the bandos or just photography in general but i guess if we just want to talk about bandos just go with people where you trust for sure and um Make sure you research the place. It might be exciting to be like, oh, yeah, I found this new, like, uh, prison. Let's go, you know? I mean, your homies are like, yeah, let's just go. And it's just like, it's not open or just, like, just a bunch of drug addicts there. Like, there's cops everywhere, you know? And they arrest you before you even, like, get into the building. 
so just redo your research. Go with people you trust. Um, and for research, guys, you can even go on forums or even Instagram. Yeah, you know, like I didn't even know about that. There's like UE, there's Atlas Obscura. Yeah. There's there's people out there that are writing about this stuff, you know. There's even Facebook groups at yeah. this point. Oh, too. yeah, there's yeah. tons. Of, I'm a part of a ton of like Urbex Facebook groups. Yeah, it's, same. It's awesome. Same. Uh, so do that, you know, and it's not a competition. Do, like, I think a lot of the people in the band community uh, like make it like it's a competition. Like, oh, this is my band. This is my band. Right. Not really, you know. Even if your name is tagged on it, kind of shitty. Like, it's not. It's it's not your bando, you know, like every bando is private property. Don't trash it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. They're, it's beautiful in their own way. And if you don't think they're beautiful, look up uh, Urbex photographers who aren't in, on Instagram and just on like they have their own websites. They make mm -hmm. them very beautiful. So um, don't trash them. Know, know what you're doing, where you're going at all times. Um, be nice and courteous, you know, not a competition. It's all for fun. F 20 times out of 20, 20 times out of 21 times, you're not getting paid for this shit. Let's be yeah, honest. True. So like it's a very small percentage that you're getting paid for this. It's just for fun. Be safe and just, you know, just, just, just have fun with it, honestly. And then one thing we totally forgot to, we just glossed over is so, the nostalgia texts. Your photo oh books. shit. Well, how much time you got? No, I'm I kidding. mean, we got time. Um, so for those, I think that's how I kind of started the name was nostalgic text. And this also kind of goes, you know, back to the beginning when I was super depressed about my ex and, and, you know, family, family was not helping, you know? Um, so for me not to like, but be like, Oh my God, look at me. I'm like totally mental awareness. And I, nothing on, I've been depressed since I was like fucking nine for sure. Eight or nine. Cause you know, the way I live and all that type of stuff. So blah, 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 whatever. So, um, so in high school, it got really bad because of, you know, the breakup and and my family and my friends and, and all that type of stuff. And I'm kind of the guy, like, I've noticed this even before I even have a cell phone. I don't really talk to people. I don't contact them. I don't text them. I'm better at it now, but, like, I don't do anything. So, like, I was very to myself. And so I couldn't really talk to anyone about my depression. You know, my, my friends were kind of, like, annoyed. And my mom and dad don't care. They're Hispanic. I'm Hispanic. They're Mexican. Like, depression is not a thing to them, you know? They're like, oh, yeah, you're depressed? Why don't you go fucking sweep to keep, your, keep yourself busy, you know? Yeah. It's just like that type of stuff. My sister was super young, so I couldn't talk to her, obviously. So I had no one. And um, and as an art, I knew I was kind of like an artist guy, just the way I, I, I kind of thought and was. So, um, and, and just telling people, hey, I'm sad and I'm depressed and I need help, wasn't even cutting it to anyone anymore. It was just like, oh. Like, they would just talk over me or, like, get me in trouble, you know? Like, oh, that's your fault, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, all right, well, you know, that's cool, you know, whatever. And I just kind of wouldn't stop talking. So um, I also, like, back in the day when Tumblr was super popping, uh, I would see, like, these really moody forests, you know? And, and I was like, yeah, you know, this makes me feel something, you know? It makes me feel sad. But, like, in a good way, I feel good, you know? But I was like, what is, what's missing here? And I specifically remember the, the images burned into my head. It was just like obviously some green trees and it was like mist like like uh, like uh what do you call that mist or fog. Like fog yeah thank you like fog and then it's just like super like kind of like a zombie apocalypse type thing you know and i was like dude this is like so good but what's it missing and i was like like words you know like words it needs words so i got that image and i went to photoshop i put some words in it like i'm sad you know some bullshit and I was like, yeah, this makes me feel even better, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, me with a, like, super shitty pixelated JPEG and, like, some words on it. 
And I was like, no, but that, it has to be something better, you know? Like, I, 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 I'm sure people have done this before, so... And I took a contemporary class in, in, in college, and I got an A+. Which was a love. That's how I knew I was an artist, too. It was like, just A's. B's, C's on everything else. And like, A's, like, on, in art, contemporary art, art history. And, like, I was like, what does this need? Something that, like, that, like I can break the rules, and, like, I, I can relate to everyone. And I was like, oh, a fucking post-it note. And I was like, no, that's not going to fucking work either. And I kept thinking about it. I was like... And I got a text message from, like, someone. She was, like, really sad. And I was like, oh. I was like, oh, shit. Oh. Oh, you know? And I was like, okay, how do I crop this out? You know what I mean? But the first text message wasn't even her. Like, it, the first nostalgia text wasn't her. It was... I made it up. I, I made up the first text message. And I've said that before. Everything else is, like... I think the first two are fake and everything else is real. Um, the first text message said... Um, if you, if you pay attention, if you only pay attention, wait, no, what was it? It was, if you paid attention to me, you'd fall in love with me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that was because I was thinking about my ex though. Like, yeah. oh, if you pay attention to me, you'd still fall, you'd be in love with me, you know? Yeah. So I, I started making text messages to like relate to everyone without talking to anyone. Wow. Like physically, like the way we're yeah. talking, like, like I'm going to, I'm going to like, here's this cup, you know, let's say it makes you sad. You know, and people look at it and you're like, wow, what the fuck? Like, why, why'd you just give me this thing? Why'd you give me, you know, like, I wasn't expecting this. It's like, yeah, well, you know, I wasn't expecting a lot of answers that I got when I was a kid. So I started to do that. And that photo was like, the background was like mount, a mountain that I shot right here in Mount Baldy. You know, like it was nothing special. That was my first made up one. And I posted it and I posted it on my, like my, the first, the, the account I have now, actually, it's still on there, I think. And it got mixed reviews i got really? i got unfollowed i got unfollowed by some people because they were like just tired of my shit you know what oh I mean? yeah um, and they were like this kid won't shut up like about his fucking yeah depression yeah like yeah you know what wow. i mean um and then your I got, friends suck get new friends yeah i, so I did i did get <laughs> Good. new friends look at me now <laughs> yeah right I, I party with celebrities now hell yeah boy. um and then so uh, i got unfollowed some and then some people were like yeah this is really good you know like this is cool and never really like commented back i was like oh you know cool thanks you know I was just doing my own thing, and I just kept doing it, and I kept doing it, um, until, like, and I mean, and that really helped out, helped me out with my depression, it was like, it was like almost as I was talking to my art, like, this is how I feel, I'm gonna do this to you, and you're gonna like it, like, in a really mean way, and I put it out, and then people were just like, oh, shit, and then people started asking me, like, are these real, are these real, and that was the second, the second one I've done, and I was like, no, like they're not, but I'm going to start making them real, you know? And then I just started taking all these text messages throughout my life, ones that I physically had or could remember 100% real, like I'm going to put this person on blast and I don't give a shit. Like, cause wow. I'm, cause when you're depressed, you have nothing to lose anymore. You so know? true. And not you're to at like, the end of your yeah, rope, if you yeah. will. And not to like go on a tangent, but like I tried to kill myself like five times already. Wow. You know what I mean? So like drugs and I've been in the hospital too. I don't want to, tell, I'll tell you later, like which one, but, um, I've been institutionalized too. So like, I was just like, I had nothing to lose anymore. So I was like, all right, I'm going to keep putting these messages on top of pictures because that's what I'm going to fucking do. So just kept doing that. And then sure enough, um, I, I don't even, I think I'm probably on my hundredth one. It's not a lot. I don't do them every week or every day, you know, and I've been doing them kind of less and less now off nowadays, but 
Um, I just kept doing it. Probably because you're less and less depressed these days. I've been, I've been good. Yeah, I've been, Which I've is been awesome. really, thank you. I've been really better. But that literally, in a weird way, not in a, uh, like an international, not even like in a country, like, I don't know how to explain it, but it blew up. Like, yeah. like I, I can remember the, the top ones that like blew up. Um, and I, I don't know. I wasn't even thinking about money. I wasn't thinking about anyone else's feelings or anyone like I still get text messages from this to this day. Like, Hey, are you going to take that down now? That like, that's me. Can you take that? Can you take wow. that down? Like I will sue you. And I'm like, no, like try it. Like, like my dad knows lawyers, like fucking try it. You know what I mean? Wow. Like, and it's just like, it's the most funniest. And you're not like putting these people's names out there. No. You're just putting the text. So nobody knows uh, except for you and them. <laughs> the funny thing is I made a book. The second book I made or third one, I forgot. Now I actually, Fuck. Um, this girl and I were. were <laughs> I don't want to say it. Let's just say we had. You know, let's just say we were messing around. You know, and I really liked her, but she wouldn't text me back. She was ghosting me, so I was like, I'm mad, you know. And I just like unfollowed her, and she's like, Oh my god, really? And I was like, Yeah, whatever. Blah blah blah. She ended up dissing me. She was a fan. Let's just say she was a fan. Oh, okay. And so she made her own before she like went to. California to come meet me or whatever and she dissed me on my own like the way I do stuff like on yeah. my own she did a nostalgia text about me wow and people were like DM'd me they're like oh is this you did you do this and I was like like yeah that's me she's like and then they were like what are you gonna do what are you gonna do and I was like no nothing you know like they're like whatever I don't care about her you know and I obviously I even to this day I don't I don't fucking care about you if you're listening to this <laughs> but and my new, um, the, the latest book, I ended up putting her name on a text, like, for no the first shit. time. Yeah. Wow. Everyone else, I'll, like, if there's a name, I'll crop it out, or I'll, like, squiggle, or scratch squiggle, it out. Like, whatever, yeah. you know, it doesn't matter. Or, like, even, like, edit it out. But, like, for her, I was like, no, I'm going to fucking say this. And and if you want to see it, you're going to have to fucking buy it. Or, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. Cause, like, <laughs> I don't give a fuck about you, dude. So, um, I, I would say it on the podcast, but I don't want to say it. It's your podcast, and I respect you and your, your podcast. Thank but, you. Appreciate but, it. But, um... Yeah, she's the only one that I like put a put a name on. Everyone else though is like I'll post it and then they'll be they'll text me or like something or DM me. They'll be like, "Hey, can you like not you know what not I mean? Post like, it. yeah, like can you not do this or that wasn't even true? But it's just like yeah, I have like the actual text message. So so it was true. Sorry. Yeah. So 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 that really helped me out to become the artist I am today and to really just you know learn Photoshop as well and and and. Um, I think the thing about depression and all that is like, you just have to keep talking about it yeah. and a weird way you kind of get numb about it and you kind of just like, no, you don't really forget, but you don't really feel it anymore. You feel better about yourself. So every time I'd post a picture, I'd feel so relieved and so good. Like I put it out to the world, you know, no one wants to listen to me, but it's out there if anyone wants to listen to. And I started, I started to grow a fucking cult audience. Yeah. Like, I, cause it's a super specific fucking thing. Yeah. It's a super specific thing. Like I, like my goal was to make people not like lonely anymore right. like, like hey you want to talk to me talk to me you yeah. know i would have like 3 a.m conversations and i had to go to work at like five or like not six like but like like seven or eight like talking to these people like yo bro i want to kill myself and like all this type of stuff it's like hey dude like i know what you're going through but you got to pull through you feel me like you're only 17 you're you're 20 you got your life ahead of you you know like two depressing kids talking to each other you know yeah like all that type of stuff and i never did it for money or attention i just did it because because whatever and and I just talk to these kids, you know, and there's a lot of kids out there who don't have like people to talk to, you know, their neighbors, their moms, their parents, the mom and dad, like even their dog probably just walks away from them, you know, and it's just like, it's sad because like these kids, like 
could have been the next big thing or had it's just like it's sad dude and like i don't want to do that i don't want to be there either so i just i just did that for you know the the kids who are like struggling the most and all that type of stuff um and i also and at the end and when i started mastering my craft you know i started implementing bandos into it because bandos like i said in the beginning so raw they're they're just sometimes they're sad and depressing they're just and you alone. related so yeah. much yeah just being alone and broken boom two things that i relate to and like i think a lot of people can relate to also and it's just like why i can just put something literal and put something metaphorical and put them together and just be like hey this is like what i feel this is what happened to me probably last week here's a text message here's a bando um you know i probably drove 30 minutes to it and you know while i was taking this picture i was probably crying or i was probably like super fucking depressed and like like I just and I probably just like stood there after I just took that photo, like just trying to analyze what the fuck I'm gonna do with my life. So, um, and then and I just started ma I started mastering it, and then I started putting more moody effects and like grain, and it's even to this day it's popping. Like I don't do it anymore, like as much, but there's still a cult following for sure. And uh, I used to put my Instagram out there with like my Snapchat and all that, and. Sometimes, man, I'll, oh, sorry about my voice. Hit puberty for Puberty, yeah. 24, I haven't hit puberty. <laughs> Sometimes on my Snapchat, I would get, like, random Snapchats back in, like, 2014, like, hey, I need to fucking post another one. I'm going to fucking kill you. Like, I swear to God, wow. I've had people say that. Maybe, like, in a joking way. Sure. But, like, no LOL, no nothing. Yeah. And it's just like, I need another one. I'm going to kill you. And I was just like, I can't work like this, you know? And yeah. I kind of just, like, strive away from that. But I've had a lot of people like, hey, when's the next one? When's the next one? So I ended up making a book because my friend was like, hey, you know, you could sell these. And I was like, I don't need money on my parents, you know? I remember my parents don't really pay for anything. So I was like, all right, like, cool, let's do it. I made a book, I made 30 pages, and I made like $800 off Holy of it. Holy shit. And think, I'm like 18, 19, so that's kind of a lot of money, you that's know? That's huge. Coming off out of, of high something school. you made. Coming out of high school. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you know? And then, it's like, cool. And I was like, I'm just going to save this money for the next one. And I didn't. Because <laughs> that's what lied. happens I with lied. money. <laughs> I don't lie, but uh, that one I kind of lied. I didn't know, really. And then, so I made the second one and, and, and the third one. And there's people who, who, man, I don't even know anymore. Like, I was so grateful. The first book, I released it. And I ended up just giving random stuff out with it. I was like, yeah, you want a dream catcher? Fuck it. Have a dream catcher. You want some crayons? Fuck it. <laughs> you want a, a dinosaur, a pet dinosaur? Fuck it. You know, like, I just, something cool and different. And I, and I write notes. That's I, cool. I write notes, too. Not like, like even in the book, but like like on a piece of paper. Like, hey, thank you so much. Uh, by the way, I'm at a norms at 545 in the morning writing this shit. You know, I don't know what to say, but like, thank you. And I do that to all my books, too. And, um... I can keep going about this, really. It's 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 a lot on my mind. Because I, I, I don't really talk about this, like I said. I don't talk about this type of stuff with anyone. This is my first podcast, too. So um, I did all that for the for the lonely people and people who just need to, like, really think, like, you know, you're not really alone. Like, like I've been through it, too. And you've probably been through worse than I have. Or I, it's not a competition. Like, we're, we all got to be here for each other. Because if we're not, then who's really here? Yeah. Where's the love at? You know, like life's not just about like making money and having nice cars and and because that's that's because because we we we're around that life a lot you know it's empty like sometimes i come home from like the little pump shoot and i'm like what the fuck was that like i can't do that lifestyle you know like yeah like what people need is connection and love the most so that's what i do and and um, i still sell the books here and there and i'm working on my new one now it's like on my laptop so yeah so the nostalgic text came from my ex and <laughs> It's funny because I talked to her stone and I, and I told her, you know, like if I never broke up with you, like I wouldn't be here, like either, maybe alive or maybe I'd just be some fucking normal kid with no interest in photography and art, you know. So I, always, I still think I still thank her to this day and like 
you know, it's just trippy. Like the way my life turned for the for the best, I guess I could say. I don't know. Well, that was a lot. That was a lot. <laughs> that was a lot. I don't talk. I've never talked. I've never done a podcast and talked about this shit really. Usually, it's just like documentaries, and it's just like okay, thirty minutes done. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> cool. I guess. Well, hey, thank you for opening up and sharing all yeah. of that with people. I know that. Was that sick. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's super cool for me to get, also get to know you more on a personal level. You know, through this <laughs> podcast, which I think is super rad. I think people are gonna listen to this, and then they're gonna text me like, "Oh my god, I didn't know." I was like, dude, I just I did like a hundred text messages. What are you talking about? Like, yeah. of course I'm I'm fucking screaming for help here. You know yeah, what I mean? Right? But like, hey, it is what it is. And and if I do talk to you like three in the morning, or you hit you check on me, I check on you. You know, just keep talking to me, man. Cause we got some stuff to sort out and stuff like that. Talk about for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, where can people find you, and where can they pick up a copy of one of your books? The city I live in is no. I'm kidding. Uh, no. <laughs> my uh, address my, is <laughs> my PO box. I'll no. drop a pen. Um. From the um, from the IE or whatever, um, but my Instagram, dude, I changed my Instagram handle a lot. But it was Chamo, hey Chamo, it's Chamo. Now it's Chamo is dead, so which is my favorite. Yeah, I just want the word. I just want Chamo, but some guy in Cambodia has it. And he's not having it, so it's just. That's okay. I'm trying to get just the letter K, and the girl <laughs> won't follow me back, so I can ask her. Really, just yeah. the letter K? Just the letter K. Oh my god, that's the worst. Like I'll pay. Like you pay, right? Like, I I'll, literally I pay. would pay. I'll pay like a hundred bucks. Like yeah. yeah. Chamo, if you're listening to this, fuck you. But like, <laughs> um, so my Instagram is Chamo is dead. My inst- my Twitter is. Killed slob, I want to say. Don't ask why. I just like the word killed slob. Um, Snapchat? I don't know. I don't. I don't really. That's like more like personal, I guess. If you want to follow my personal, it's Hey Chamo. Um, I have a YouTube. It's Mom's Garage. Josh and I do it. Josh, uh, shout out Josh. We just had K do it today. Actually, no, today, yesterday, yesterday, yesterday. last night. Um, and I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. Where can they get the books? Fuck, they're all sold out. Dude, thank God they're sold out. Thank but God. I'm so I'm sad. Dude, I have people like, hey, can I have a book? I'm like, dude, it's, so, it's been sold out for months, dude. I'm sorry. I only make like 30 copies. But the new one is going to probably come out this year around uh, tax return day. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's going to be cheap for like 20 bucks. It's going to be a new thing. So I'm going to work on that. I got like five more or six more to do. And uh, yeah, I think that's it. Congrats on your book too. Thank you. I want to say I saw the book before anyone else, and it's sick. My favorite part is the 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 three sixty restaurant. Yeah, where is it? Portugal. Portugal. Sick, dude. Super cool. It's super sick. All right. Yeah. Cool. So that was my friend Chamo is dead. Thank you for coming on the No Tracers podcast and sharing your stories and your insights with everybody here. Like I said, this was an episode of my other podcast, Project Freelance, which is all about freelancing. So if you would like to check that out, you can absolutely do that. I'll put a link in the description for you. It is also a guest-based podcast, so you guys can enjoy that. So if you made it to the end of this episode, I do need to say a quick thank you from our partner, Liquid Death Water. If you've never heard of Liquid Death Water, don't worry. I've got an ad for you coming in three, two, one. From the streams of the Austrian Alps comes a new kind of water. A water that is sure to raise you from your grave. If you're tired of buying cases of plastic water bottles that contain carcinogens and God knows what else, or if you're trying to lower your waste footprint, Liquid Death comes in beautifully rugged aluminum cans. 
Murder your thirst with a can of liquid death. Check the link in the description and use code just the letter K at checkout for 10% off your order. Liquid death. Murder your thirst. So yeah, use code just the letter K at checkout if you want a discount on your water. Thank you, Liquid Death, for partnering with me. I truly appreciate it. So that's the end of the episode. If you guys liked it, please be sure to leave a rating and some feedback. It really helps the podcast grow, and it helps me out, and it helps other people find this podcast, and then it gives them an idea of what they can expect. So if you do leave a rating and feedback, I will send you a signed photo print from an abandoned place I have explored. That's how much ratings and feedback mean to me, guys. I will send you signed photo prints. So if you want one, please do me a favor, leave a rating, leave feedback, hit that subscribe button, and I'll talk to you next week on No Tracers. Again, my name is Kay Inagonio. Thank you for listening. Stay strong, keep enduring, go out, go create something, and remember, leave no trace.